Hey dear, I am so happy you're here. My name is Courtney, and I'm a wife, a toddler mom, and an aspiring entrepreneur. When I first became a mama, I thought I knew what I was doing, but boy was I wrong. The woman that I was in that first year is just a little bit different than the woman and the mom that I have become in this second year, and that's because I have become obsessed with personal development. If you hang with me, I promise that together we will figure out how to replace self-doubt with confidence, uncertainty with consistency, and we're even going to try to conquer the comparison game. So if you're ready to chase your own dreams, even after chasing around a little one, then you're in the right place. This is Chasing Courage. Hey lady, good morning. Oh my gosh, okay, so it is Friday. It is 10.30 in the morning and this episode was not planned. I literally just spent approximately two minutes writing as quickly as I could to write down some notes and key points to share with you, but I just feel these feelings. This episode is brought to you by the following three things. First of them being Keisha's episode 163 from Keisha's Empower Her podcast. So it's all about embracing change and taking risk. I will link it in the show notes if you want to go take a listen yourself. But I was just listening to that in the shower and I was like, holy crap, yes, girl. And then I've been reading for the last couple days this book called You Are a Badass. And I'm maybe 50 pages in and I legit feel like I'm a badass. (laughs) And gosh, I can't wait to finish the book. It's probably going to end up being a pretty quick read for me. But the third thing that inspired this episode is just all the feelings that I have been feeling the last uh, couple days, really. I want to, we're going to go back for a little bit. So we're going to go back to when I was in high school. I wanted to be a news anchor. I wanted to be somebody who was on TV, sitting behind that desk or out in the field interviewing people. So when people asked me, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? That's what I said. I remember in high school, in social studies, we had to give a speech. I have no idea what the speech was on. Obviously, something historical, you know, or government related. But I was a sophomore and I gave my speech and now it will help to reference that this particular teacher of this social studies class, he was a little intimidating. Pretty much the average kid who went to my high school was a little bit scared of or just frankly didn't like this teacher. I personally didn't have um, a problem with him, but after I gave my, my speech and he called me out into the hallway to speak with him one-on-one, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't a little bit nervous. So he called me out into the hallway and he just basically proceeded to compliment me on how well that he felt I delivered my speech and how impressed he was with somebody my age and their ability to stand in front of a group of people and speak, regardless of, you know, the topic that I was speaking of. That definitely reassured or ignited the the idea and the passion that I, you know, thought I had at the time of, oh my gosh, yes. I had said to him, that's amazing. Thank you so much for saying that. I actually want to be a news anchor. That's what I want to go to school for. I want to study journalism and communications. So then fast forward to the end of high school, you know, and you're going through the process where you're applying, submitting all of the college applications. And my dream was to go to Ohio University. 
and to get into the Scripps School of Journalism because that was the best place to go within the state of Ohio for pursuing that type of thing. And I went and toured the campus and I loved it. I did tour a couple other universities just because my parents said, let's not get our hearts set on one place, one program. So I did that, but still, even after everything, I mean, those of you who have been to Ohio University, the campus is just absolutely beautiful. So I, you know, had multiple reasons that I wanted to go there. As it ended up, I was accepted to the university, but not specifically the Scripps School of Journalism. So after then getting um, acceptance letters from a couple other colleges, I had to make a hard decision. I had to make the decision and I had decided And this probably wasn't the most mature decision, but I had decided if I didn't get into the program that I wanted and I would have to go do general studies for my first year, that I wasn't going to go there. So I didn't. Fast forward, I went to Wright State University for just one semester, ended up not liking it, transferred to Otterbein. I shared some of this in my first episode about me, but I ended up graduating college with a degree in public relations and business. It's crazy now because if you think about what the news is, and I'm not saying that, you know, all radio stations that do news, news shows and not all TV news stations are like this, but a lot of them are are negative. A lot of the times news is about negative things, scary things, sad things. And knowing what the last decade of my life has looked like with my anxiety and my depression struggles, I really now truly believe that God was protecting me from that field of work because I may not have been mentally or emotionally able to handle it. It's just so crazy how like sometimes you think that you want to do something or you think that you're meant for one thing and then whether it be one year or 10 years later, you look back and in hindsight, you're like, oh my gosh, that literally makes complete sense now. Um, Another instance that I was thinking of about how God just kind of molded things for me was a couple years after college graduation when I first moved to Cleveland and I had been with Rob for, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half or so. And I was working as a leasing consultant and I was just not happy not fulfilled. I didn't like going to work every day. And what I was doing on the side on my weekends was babysitting to earn extra income. Um, just cause I always live somebody who likes to keep busy And I always looked forward to going to take care of the children that I had to on Saturdays or Sundays. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take care of children full time. I'm going to be a nanny. I will never forget when I sat down with my supervisor and the owner of the apartment homes where I was working. And I told them, I gave them my two week notice letter and I was honest with them about what I was going on to pursue. And They were very upfront with me and saying that we really think that this is a mistake. Um, You know, are you sure you really want to go and pursue something that you're not receiving benefits or adding to a 401k, something that may not necessarily look great on a job application? And I, I could have very easily let them sway me. And trust me, I felt defeated when I left that conversation, but I did stick to my gut and I didn't allow them to sway the decision that I had made. And I'm so happy you did because I went on to be a nanny for four and a half years. I loved it. 
It was so fulfilling. Four and a half years, three different families that I cared for, a total of eight children in those four and a half years that I formed beautiful relationships with them and their families. I still to this day keep in contact with every single one of those families. I'm so happy I made that decision. And then you know what else? When I had Chase and I decided that I needed to leave being a nanny in childcare and go back into the workforce, the right company was willing to take a chance on a nanny. Some people might have looked at childcare on my resume and not childcare in a formal daycare facility. And they might have looked at that and laughed. But the right company with the right type of owner didn't. They took me on and I've left that job since. But I'm so grateful. Everything is going to happen for a reason. You just have to trust your gut. I am like having a hard time catching my breath. My throat is getting dry just because I'm, I'm really, really excited about talking to you guys about this because in the last two, in the last two months, these are the things that I have done with my life. I cordially quit my job as a executive administrator and then promotion to a project coordinator, put in my two weeks notice and left that for another opportunity. I quit that job after one week because it wasn't for me. I literally felt anxiety going to it. I'm not going to go into all of the stuff because frankly, I don't feel that that's fair to the industry or the company. Um, But there was just multiple things that it wasn't a perfect fit for me. And I also feel that the job itself just wasn't accurately portrayed to me. Nonetheless, so I quit after one week. But let me tell you, it was really liberating to just quit. And what was even more so amazing is that I had the support of my husband. And I know that you might be listening to this and being like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome, Courtney, but I could never do anything like that. I can't do anything like that, you know, strictly for financial reasons. And I trust me, I get that. And frankly, me and my husband, if I'm being fully transparent, we are a two income household. We need me to bring in money. So <laughs> a couple days this week, I uh, did Instacart and then I am job searching. Although now what I'm doing, because I have this podcast that I am absolutely so passionate about now, I've decided that I'm just going to look for something part time. That way I have the time and the energy to invest in this podcast. And even when I am going to look and being very strategic about what I'm looking for because I want it to be something that's fun, maybe something totally new. Again, the right company, the right person will take a chance on me and I'm I'm going to work hard at whatever it is because I'm working hard to fund for my family. This podcast is making me zero dollars from the time that you are listening to this. Actually, it's costing me money because I paid for the podcast course, which I 100% would do all over again because I don't feel that I have the technical skills or frankly, the self-motivation that I could have done this by myself. I did it in a course with 20 other women. And so I paid for the course and then you have to pay for the recording platform for your storage space. And then you also have to pay for hosting site that sends your podcast out to Apple, Spotify, etc. So I have monthly fees that are associated with this thing and then the cost of the course that I took. So it cost X, Y, and Z for me to get this started, but the feeling 
that I feel after I've recorded an episode and then the feelings that I feel when somebody sends me a message on Facebook or texts me and says, oh my gosh, Courtney, this episode was my favorite by far. Your podcast is awesome. I really feel that you might have something here. Those compliments are priceless. I truly hope someday, because my ultimate goal, if I'm being real with you, my ultimate goal is to earn money from this. I want to earn income from this some way, somehow, whether it's advertising um, or a mom community that I create and you know, pour in resources and research for you guys. I want to create income from this, but I hope that I always remember this amazing feeling of just this straight impact that I'm having. I want it to be income after the impact. That's the order that I want my purpose in doing this to be. I think I mentioned before in my introductory episode that I had tried blogging. I tried it two different times. I tried it back in 2014 and then again just this past fall. And it just wasn't for me. But I'm so happy that I tried it because if I never would have tried it, I never would have known. What was crazy is that I thought that I wanted to do a blog, but I wasn't even reading blogs. And I think that that's why finally podcasting is hitting home with me because I started listening to podcasts at the beginning of 2020. And I literally I try to listen to at least one podcast every day. So that then makes sense that I would want to do it, right? And when I just think about the fact that I tried the blogging and uh, I ended up, I don't want to say quitting because I just sometimes you try and then it doesn't work. But this book that I'm reading, You Are a Badass, uh, I wanted to read this excerpt from it because it totally aligns with that. You're going to have to push past your fears, fail over and over again, and make a habit of doing things you're not so comfy doing. You're going to have to let go of old limiting beliefs, cling to your decision to create the life you desire, like your life depends on it. Because guess what? Your life does depend on it. Ah, isn't that freaking awesome? Make a decision to try things until you find what makes you excited and makes you feel alive. Some people might think when I left my job, uh, earlier this week and that I would like go into panic mode and freak out mode, especially being somebody who has anxiety um, because I'm not lying. My family needs the dual income. But the, these last couple of days, I have been so happy just doing what I love and hustling to make some money. I took some clothes and sold them. I'm listing things online. Like I said, I'm doing the Instacart. I would much rather hustle and know that I'm hustling to do something that I love and try until you find something. If you don't know what it is that you love, if you don't know what it is that you want to do, try until you find it because it'll be worth it. And I want to give you guys a couple resources. Um, I'll put them down in the show notes, but there's two different tests that you can take. One of them is the Myers-Briggs test. These are both personality tests, the Myers-Briggs test, and then 16 personalities. And those are both things that will help you a learn about yourself as just a person, but also kind of give you clues into what may be good career paths for you. It's so crazy because I've taken these years ago and then I've taken uh, both of them here in the last couple months 
And as far as the careers go, the results that I'm receiving on these tests are teacher, counselor, coach. How freaking crazy is that? Like that is what I'm doing. That's what I want to do. I want to be a teacher, a counselor, and a coach to moms. Not not a formal one, not a, a counselor who has the letters after their name, not a teacher who goes into a classroom, a formal classroom necessarily, but all the attributes that a counselor, a teacher, a coach has. If we go back to when I was in high school and in college and the communication classes that I took and the fact that I thought I wanted to be a speaker and be on TV. Oh my, it all comes together. It all makes so much sense. I literally am mind blown at how things are just falling into place. And you know what? Another crazy thing that I did, I signed up to be a beach body coach. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a personal trainer. I have no desire to be either of those things, but you know what I do have a desire to do? is be in better shape and take care of my body so that way I can be the best mom and the best wife possible and that I can be confident in myself. And I have a hard time being motivated. I have a hard time um, just getting the energy sometimes. And I was like, okay, this would be great. I've been doing beach body workouts for almost a year now and that just makes sense because now I'm going to have an accountability because I need to show up because I'm sitting here saying I'm a beach body coach. Well, if I'm going to say that, then I better show up like one. And this also may solve part of my income problem. I very well may earn some extra cash on the side from doing this. And you know what? It may not work. But you know what? If I fail, then at least I can say I tried. If it's something that you've wanted to try, just try it. Is there a workout that you've been looking at and you're like, oh, I want to try that? Do it. Or it could be something silly and simple, like a food. Go try a new food this weekend. I want you to try a new food that you have never ate this week. That's what I want you to do. Or are you watching... um, this girl that you're obsessed with, you love the products that she makes on Etsy and you're wondering how she got started. Send her a message. Ask her how she got started. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to find out something that's going to make you want to pursue it because then you're going to create a life that you want. If you don't feel alive right now, I know that you're physically alive because you have a pulse, you're breathing. But if you don't feel alive It's because you're not doing something that makes you feel alive. Go find something that makes you feel alive. If you need to go jump out of an airplane, then go sign up to jump out of an airplane. I'm serious. I would never do that. That scares the living crap out of me. (laughs) My sister has done that. She said it was awesome. But whatever works for you, just please do something to make yourself feel alive. Because I promise you, especially when it comes to being a mom, The happiest kids have happy parents. And you're going to be happiest when you're pursuing your dreams and taking care of yourself. I'm going to end with one more quote from this book, You Are a Badass. The author, I don't know if I've mentioned her name yet. It's Jen Sincerio. So Jen says, whatever happens, stay the course. Because there's nothing cooler than watching your entire reality shift into one that is the perfect expression of you. Girlfriend, 
I really think that right now I'm watching my reality shift in to the perfect expression of myself. I think that right now I'm watching the beginning of my dreams coming true. And I know that it isn't always going to be easy. I know that right now I'm riding one of the highs and I know that there's going to be lows. And you know what? I'm going to come to you in a future episode where I'm riding one of those lows. And I'm like, you know what? This is freaking hard because there's going to be ups and downs. But something else that um, Jen brings up in this book is that when you start to hit those roadblocks and those hard things, that's actually when you know that you're on the right course. Because if it didn't start to get hard and if roadblocks didn't start to show up in front of you, then the universe would be like, oh, is it even worth it? Because it's easy. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, so I have this outline here in front of me when I do episodes. And like I said, I just literally scribbled so quickly before I recorded this for you. But at the bottom of my outline, it says, what feeling do you want to create for your listener? The feeling that I hope you have right now is that you could go run a marathon. I can't even run because I have a hip issue. And the last couple days, just the feeling that I have, I feel like I could go run a marathon. I want you to feel alive. Find something that makes you feel alive and take a risk because your life depends on it. Thank you so much for checking out the Chasing Courage podcast. If you vibed with this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it on social media and tagged the show. That way I can thank you for helping me build a community of confident and courageous mamas. If you have questions or feedback, feel free to send me a DM. I make a point to respond to each and every one. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. But until then, what will you chase today?